0: Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome to episode 263 of The Staredown. I'm Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio. Bill Risser in St. Petersburg, Florida. Todd Meininger in Cumming, Georgia. And Anthony Malafronte in Tampa. What's up, boys? Bill, we got lots to talk about. We were talking about hat sizes in the green room, but we got lots to talk about. I know you had a busy weekend. Why don't you jump right into it? I wanted to hit record before you started.
1: Yeah, I drove 12 a uh, 1,200-mile round trip. Uh, left Friday morning, got back Saturday night about six. 7.30 with a dog, with a puppy, a, uh, a rough coat, Jack Russell Terrier, about 11 weeks, 10 to 11 weeks old, born on Valentine's Day. So easy to remember. Uh, his, we named him Ted, Ted Risser. Um, some might say Ted Lasso Risser. That works really well too, T-L-R. <laughs> and so right now I hear him being schooled on using the potty out there in the living room. Uh, and just a great, you like my hands are and my arms are just sliced all up. There's about 40 cuts of different sizes from teeth and claws, you know, from a, from a little guy. He loves to play. Um, It's, it's great. It's going to be fun. Tomorrow's the the big challenge tomorrow. uh, Cindy stayed home from work today. That really helped. But tomorrow I've got meetings at nine, 10 and 11 in the morning, and there's going to be a puppy running around. (laughs) I got to keep an eye on at the same time. So we'll see how that goes. Well, just,
0: I, I think the Australian phrase is the dingo ate my baby, <laughs> <laughs> right? Just
1: say that, just yeah. keep
0: saying, keep referring to it as a dingo. Dingo,
1: the dingo. Yeah, I can do that. I like well, that. But
0: listen, but Bill, if you if you can just, you know, work on the next few weeks where before you know it, Ted will just be sleeping by your feet. Can't on your wait. Meeting.
1: I know it's coming. You you know, Anthony has it, you have it, Todd, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I can't wait till, you know, I'm sitting on, I sit on a higher chair, but he'll be just right there sleeping. Can't wait. So, yep, it's coming soon. And
0: he'll know when you know when you when you're on done with the call. That means it's walk time or whatever. Yep. You know, and
1: away we go. Yeah, yep. look, we took him to dinner with us tonight. We went to a, a Cappy's up on Central and um, sat outside. And he just sat in Cindy's lap the whole night, the whole dinner. You know, because he's he's he weighs about three pounds. He's tiny. He's a little guy, and uh, did great. He just sat there and watched us eat. And they brought some water. So did out he, for did him.
0: did he? And, did he sit in Cindy's lap the whole way home in the car? Yeah, getting
1: kennel yeah, we don't kennel them um, on the short trips, but we have a we have a carrier for the longer stuff. Like right? when like when he came home from from Pinehurst, um, we had a kennel thing in the right in the between the seats in the back seat on the truck. So okay. very cool. And in here at home, we're crate training him. That's that's been an adventure. That's when he squeals and squeaks the most. Um, till he does it, you know, within eight five to ten minutes, he's asleep. <laughs> so um, but that's gonna be really important. I mean, every other dog we had slept with us, but we're gonna try to go a different route this time, you know, and just kind of make sure he's really super comfortable. And Anthony talks about it, you know, that the crate's the his safe place. You know, that's the place he And wants they're to dead
2: go. animals, right? They they like a they like yeah. a home.
1: Yep. And it's it's very cozy and with blankets stuffed in there. And we we kind of made it like a cave. And uh so we're uh it's it's been great. And and I showed him off to a, I was on three different meetings in Australia. Every meeting, hey, where's Ted? So I had to go get Ted and bring him on and show him. And it was it was all super fun. So that's Good. my weekend.
0: Todd, what's up, man? How's your weekend?
2: Uh it was great. And Bill, I'm sure you get a ton of free advice, but uh grab an old t-shirt, uh you and Cindy, and throw it in the kennel so he can smell, smell you guys. That that might help, right? Sure. So- I don't know if that's true or not, but hey, you know, it's worth a shot. Um, good weekend, Sean. Uh, real good weekend. It, it rained a little bit um, on Saturday, which meant that we got a double header on Sunday, Braves-Diamondbacks, and the Braves had one hit in two games against the <laughs> Diamondbacks. So I'm sure we will chat about it later. Um, but uh, I guess most importantly, I got my second shot today at 11. Um there's a technical college right around the corner linear technical college. And it was a well-oiled machine. Um, I think they're doing about 400 shots a day. So that's good news. And, um, so far so good, uh, actually played and won a tennis match right before, uh, I hopped on this call. So, um, I, you know, maybe in the middle of the night may feel a little uh, sluggish or, or maybe get some chills or fever, but so far so good knocking on wood. Um, again, looking forward to, uh, chatting about sports.
0: Nice. Mal, how was your weekend, bud? Couple couple rounds of golf in, right?
3: Uh, no, just one. Sunday morning. Uh, celebrated a birthday on uh, on Saturday. That was nice. Got to hang out with the grandbaby and uh, the family. Uh, and uh, we uh, packed up our kitchen. Our demolition and our, our remodeled kitchen started today, so most of the weekend was getting ready for that. And uh, In a relatively short period of time, everything that was in our kitchen is gone. One day, boom, it was all gone. Uh, And it was, uh, speaking of the dogs, it was funny watching them. They were outside all day, I had them locked out. When they came back in the house, they walked into the kitchen where they hang out and they walked around the place where the island was and they were sniffing the cabinets. They were were so confused. It was actually kind of cute to watch them. and we had gates on the two doors in the kitchen. Now we don't have the gates anymore. So Carney and Conley have kind of like the run of the house. We, Lucy is, is getting a vacation down in uh, downtown Tampa with Colin and his buddies. So she's like at the spa this week. Uh, <laughs> but the two, the two boys were so confused when they walked into the kitchen for the first time. They had no idea where anything was and they were looking around. And when I went to feed them, one of them eats outside and one of them eats right by what used to be the island in our kitchen. And Barney was like, where the hell am I going to eat, man? I got, <laughs> I got no place to go. It was pretty funny to watch. But uh, but ended the weekend watching some great sporting events on Sunday that I know we'll get to talk about. But it was some compelling sports this weekend. Yeah, for sure. St.
1: Petersburg Grand Prix, Car racing. Was that one of them?
3: It really wasn't. Oh, no. it. it It must have been exciting living in downtown St. Pete though, right? (laughs) It was loud.
0: Uh, I have one
3: one of those good weekends guys on a golf
0: course where you went lower each day, 82, 81, 77. But unfortunately 77 was one of those uh, rounds where, you know, you're standing on the 15th tee uh, three over par and you finish bogey, double bogey, par bogey, just, and I, I absolutely piped a drive on 15, and you know, looking at 240 to the green, and could have reached it maybe, but oh well, it's just uh, baby steps. My,
1: you know what that means, Sean? You finished the entire round. You didn't just go like seven innings and call it a no hitter, right? You, you went the entire distance.
0: This <laughs> <'Cause> shit happens,
1: <laughs> he's right? <laughs> jumping,
0: he's jumping right in, Todd. Yeah, you know, it, it was one of those just one of those one of those days, guys, where. Uh, you know, you know, my, br- my brother, Kevin, who's ar- n- not arguably, he's, he's, a better golfer than I am right now, handicap wise and, and play wise. And, you know, he had zero birdies. Mm. Uh, I had two long bomb birdies, uh, you know, like 40 foot on the first one. And then 11, probably the hardest hole on the property, 36 hole course, you know, two 18 hole courses, 11's a long part three with a steep back to front green. I was short of the green. Decided to play putter, Bill, from about 15 feet off the green. Had to play it about 12 feet right of the hole, yeah. all through the fringe, then have it hit the green and turn sideways before it starts going back downhill. And it caught the bottom of the cup. If it wouldn't have gone in, it would have been 20 feet away on the, <laughs> on the, uh, the, the comebacker for par. So those were fun. But Anthony, uh, had,
1: Anthony had a putt like that this weekend. <laughs> it would have been 20 feet past the hole, but it was perfect. <laughs> it hit the center and went in.
0: It went, went right in, yeah. So fun weekend and good sports. Let's get right get right into it, guys. Bill, congratulations for, to you and Cindy on the new the new puppy. We'll enjoy watching the the videos and the pictures of of Ted and all his brothers. Did you take anything from Lori, like a, a sheet or a pillow, so he could smell his brothers and sisters? Yeah, she
1: she gave every one of the five dogs had their own blanket that had been rotated through, you know, the other puppies and where they slept. So that was pretty cool. She had a whole set up for us with everything shot records some food um some pads that she'd trained them on some really cool yeah. stuff so she did a great job it was, it was awesome now when do
0: you um when, when's your first vet visit down there
1: next week so they, they have a second round of shots coming up in next week um yeah and so cindy has a place right next to our office so we're going to use and then um you know we have to we're already kind of scouting out a boarding place you know because we've got a big trip coming up in July. So I'm hoping he's old enough by July that she should be still. He'll be almost six, six months. So right. I think that's, yep. I think he's boardable at that, that, that age. So.
0: Good. Well guys, let's talk sports. Let's uh let's start with, with the PGA tour um, Zurich classic New Orleans, the only team event on the tour schedule, not not talking about president's Cup or Ryder cup. This is a pick your partner event. Um, the tour doesn't have any say in who, who the players pick. And as you would imagine, two of the countrymen, the Aussie team and the South African team came down to the end uh, in a pretty, pretty exciting last few holes, uh, both strategy wise and shot making wise, as well as some bad golf being played in the last three holes, including the, the last hole of the playoff. But your thoughts, did you, did you have a chance to watch any of the Zurich guys?
1: i did i watched oh. i watched a bit of, i watched the last final round only uh obviously being on the road friday and saturday but it was fun i love i love i think cameron smith is just a fun kid to watch you know goofy ass how to play. Too. yeah just kind of you know kind of doughy but plays amazing <laughs> golf <laughs> he's just he's just incredible and he it, it, with it with leishman they were uh that was leishman yeah it was really fun to watch the two of them uh come back and, and win that because they had the lead gave it away brought it back uh super fun the birdie after the water after the shot into the water on 16. I think mm-hmm. right yeah to, to take that drop and chip it in for birdie was uh was pretty cool obviously it was everything for them it's what it's what got them in the playoff right so
3: yeah it was fun it was fun I liked it mal what'd you think it was certainly fun to watch I kept the tally on Sunday because I was able to watch most of it because I was in the kitchen packing things up and I kept a tally of putts between 10 and 25 feet when the when the announcer would make a comment of 10 to 25 feet. Guess how many putts were made between 10 and 25 feet on Sunday? So a little under over. Uh, 20. 20. Three. 20.
2: I'll go over three under 20. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Six.
3: Six? Six. That's it. That seems light, doesn't it? It, I'm telling you, Bill, what I started thinking about is these guys are good, (laughs) and even they don't make very many 10 to 25-footers. Now, those greens had no grain. They were almost purple. They weren't even green. I mean, they were hard as could be, right? Yeah. But, I mean, even the best players in the world don't make that many 10 to 25-footers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we all think they make more than they do and they really don't we see everyone that they make because it'll make the highlights on sports center or on the golf channel but they really don't make that many of them and i just had a little tally on a little three by five card, and i kept counting them as they said he's got a 20 footer he's got an 18 footer he's got a 12 footer <laughs> and they missed them all day long hmm. and they hit the ball into the water i mean they were like regular golfers when utes <laughs> hit the ball into the water on the first tee and he walked behind the the yeah. The, uh, behind the placard. Yeah. The, exactly. Right. He just stood back there. Right. I mean, what do you say to your partner? Hey dude, I just put you in a bad position. Right. Uh, it, it was fun. It was a really fun tournament to watch. Uh, and it, uh, the golf course is one I would love to play.
0: Yeah.
3: Those are the things I took out of it. Todd, did you watch it or
0: listen to any of it?
2: Yeah. I, uh, not, not as much as I might normally, um, especially with the Braves having a doubleheader on Sunday, which we'll talk about. Um, well, the interesting things that, that that came up, first of all, I love Bubba and Scheffler. They basically, in separate press conferences, said, um, yeah, no, I asked eight guys and no one would play with me, so I ended up with Bubba. And <laughs> Bubba goes, six guys, no one would play with me, so I ended up with Scheffler. I'm sure it was um, but there might be a little truth to that. Maybe, right? They, they found each other, right? Who knows? Um, Two things that I think are, again, on the on the lighter side. Apparently, Cam Smith promised his girlfriend that when he, when he wins a PGA tournament, he will cut his mullet off. And he has since uh, reneged on that promise and told her, she's going to be real mad at me, but I've really grown accustomed and used to the mullet, so I'm keeping it. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, hopefully, she's understanding, or maybe Cam's on the market come this week. <laughs>
1: You know, know, he was using the, the excuse that it wasn't a solo victory, so.
2: Yeah, yeah, a, I'm sure he'll find a way, right? I'm sure he'll find a way. Okay. It wasn't a nine-inning perfect Correct. game.
1: Correct. Yeah, you know, yes, they, they yeah. shared the duty, like, in the final <laughs> round with alternate shot. He only hit, like, 40 shots, not the full set. You know, you know what I mean? So It, it makes a difference.
2: Right. Yeah. And, and the last thing, and, and, Sean, I want you to fact-check me on this, but I thought I heard, which is pretty amazing, Oosthuizen, or was it um, Schwartzel? uh uh, but I think it's Ustei He's won a twenty twenty ten major, and that's his only win on the PGA Tour. Is that he's did never
3: I, won on the PGA Tour? Yeah, yeah. he won. The so PGA he won a ma-
2: he won a major, but not he hasn't won since. So it would have been kind of neat for him to win, I guess. Uh, but he'll have to wait to uh, the next one, right? I don't
1: think it's going to happen if it hasn't happened yet. But that's all right. That's just
2: <laughs> he's what is he forty? He's got to be close At
0: least. to. And I don't think he's the first person to do that. I mean, there's guys that have won oh, majors, yeah, yeah. you know. I mean But he
2: always oh, he competes though, like you see him a lot on Oh, leader. I mean
0: he's been he's been in the you know in the final group at the Masters the US Open, British Open, obviously. Yes.
2: And, it's, not, uh, it's not it's not Rich Beam, Danny Willett, or Sean McKeel, right? I mean this is right. guy yeah. Nice competing. poll there. Nice thank poll. You, thank, you. <clears throat> thank you. Thank
3: yeah, you. Yeah, that's that's pretty yeah. good. Once in a row. Or white yang,
2: right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was it was kind of neat fun tournament for
0: sure. And now they they head to um to your neck of the wood, boys, uh, down to Valispar, uh, <laughs> to play, uh, in Innisbrook for the tournament this week. I don't know what the vibe is down there, weather, course setup. Any you
1: guys hearing anything? It's be I know it's going to be toasty. Going to be in the high eighties. Uh, the end of it's going to so be hot and humid. So that's always good. Uh, get those boys warmed up. But no, there's not been a lot of play on it really. I don't know, Anthony. Have you heard much about it? Doesn't feel like it.
3: Um. They're ha- they have they're going to have a crowd. It's going to be a limited crowd. Yeah. Uh, uh, I know a lot of guys that are going. Uh, they have a, a really nice uh, cast of players who are going to be here. You know, from Justin Thomas, Paul Casey, who's won it twice, Shepard, uh, Patrick right? Reed, Dustin Johnson, Sun Jm. There's quite a few really good players who are going to be here. So uh, as as the week progresses, I'm sure we'll hear more. Hazen uh, will be here. Maybe we he'll finally get his first win.
1: Yeah, we forgot to add this guy to Todd's list about has-beens that win the majors. Is Kepka, Kepka going to be there?
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, nope, he's not playing. You, oh,
2: it huh. must be yeah. lack of sleep with a new imagine puppy. imagine
3: that. What What's that? Imagine
2: right. <laughs> oh, I'm tired. Lack of sleep with a new puppy. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so after uh, after that, let's go. Let's go Major League Baseball. Uh, we're riding into the. the first month of the season leaders right now boston kansas city and oakland kansas city kind of that al central's had a couple different leaders so far and uh and the national league senior circuit uh the mets the brewers and the dodgers by the way guys it was just a week ago that the central was being led by cincinnati but unfortunately a seven game losing streak for the reds has dropped them into last place from first to last
2: in one week and that's what happens when you lose seven games in a row didn't the um didn't the astros have a, a similar fate um they start red hot and, and pump the brakes and on the flip side the oakland a's went crazy right Going want to let yeah. out, something like that yeah yeah yep
0: yeah. so uh and dodgers dodgers still pouring it on i sent you guys that uh that stat on i think it was thursday night or friday night the dodgers starting rotation strikeouts to walk ratio 7.2 to 1 wow um,
2: yeah, Dodgers,
3: being dodgers. The <laughs> yep. <an> entire rotation,
1: <laughs> right. that is just unbelievable.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? They don't have a bullpen. Yeah, that's true. You um, don't, they don't have a bullpen at all. The only chances uh, on your man anymore? No, well, he pitched four in He he pitched a four out save the night before, and they didn't go back to him. It's early in the season. Yeah. And every other guy that they put in from David Price right on down was terrible.
1: Yeah. Well, it was that great Padre lineup. That did that so you know what?
3: <laughs> I will say this, Bill. Watching that, I mean, I had a choice right between the lightning game, which was great. Uh, sorry, Sean. The, uh, the baseball game, I, honestly, I tried to get into the Oscars, I really couldn't. It was hard, it was hard to watch, and uh, I didn't watch
2: a second, yeah.
3: And, the, sorry, and then Bill. the baseball game, uh, the Padres eked out runs coming down the stretch the old school way hitting four singles in a row, uh, not really hard, hard hit balls, but they weren't hitting home runs. Fernando Tatis is a monster, especially against the Dodgers, right? 7-1, they come back and win and they just eked it out. I have a new appreciation watching National League games, partly because you're a Padre fan, so I'm starting to watch the Padres and I watch the Braves because Todd's a Braves fan. I've always, you know, I watch American League there's something about a National League game that is, it's different and it's fun to watch. When the pitcher's uh, got a hit, it's a different game. It, it really is all and, that stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. That and and the Padres, the Padres put together three innings, including the final and the whatever it is the eleventh inning. They put again runs. They put together run scoring drives that took the entire team. It wasn't let's all sit back and see if like Giancarlo Franco knocks a. 200 mile per hour, uh, home run. Yeah. a yeah. Different Perf- game. And it was fun to watch. It was really fun to watch.
2: Yeah. Perfect example. And I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about this, this, uh, game coming of the Braves. It was fifth inning, uh, doubleheader. So they're only playing seven, seven innings. And, um, they pulled Dansby Swanson, the starting shortstop, because he was the, uh, you know, they wanted to put the pitcher. He was the last out. So they want to put the pitcher in, in his, uh, his spot and, and uh, do the double switch. So yeah. Um, yeah. Talking to someone who isn't familiar with that, so why are they pulling the starting shortstop who has two hits? Well, they're running out of time and, and, yep. and you know, they're six, nothing. They, they've got to manufacture some runs and this is one way to do it. Right.
1: Yeah. And, and just, just trying to, you know, Trying to get that last batter out before the so you can have the pitcher leading off is such a big deal, you know. And yes. a guy can somehow the number eight hater can somehow get a base hit. It's just crushing, Changes everything. it's crushing yeah. to the team because now, guess what? Yeah, you're probably going to get the pitcher out, but you got a leadoff batter betting in the next inning instead of a pitcher and you got one out pretty easy out. It's just, I love it. I just love the way all that works out, you know. So, call me a prude. Uh, but I hate the DH. I think I, I told y'all in the, in the early eighties, I had a bumper sticker that said, dump the DH on my truck.
2: <laughs>
1: and, and I, I donated money to buy that thing for this guy who was starting a, let's get rid of the DH. Cause it'd only been around about 10 years at that point, you know? And, and there were guys who were creating careers, you know, um, the, right about that time, Edgar Martinez was probably just starting off as a DH. You know, it goes into the hall of fame as a fucking DH. Come on, dude.
3: Right? Wow, and, you got to play the whole and game. Back you Benville,
2: can't, just, you just can't sit Never there. had a glove, right? Never had a glove. Yeah.
3: Just had a bat. <laughs> ba- back when they started the DH, does anyone know who the first DH was? Because I oh, had I his this baseball oh. card, and I thought it was the best thing ever that I had the baseball card. I'm going to go Dave Kingman. Dave Kingman. Nope, I'm going to go. Of mm. the first Before guy me. to bat as a DH. Who is it? Ron Bloomberg from the Yankees. Bloomberg. Hmm.
1: now he, he owns the, the official, news. Now. officially the amazing. first
3: guy to bat as a dh in mike's brother in a right? brother. League.
1: yeah nice nice that's cool yeah, well, yeah. so that's, that's that's that's, the, the, batting that's batting the devil oh. who started that satanic Pardon me?
3: where was he in the batting order i Remember? believe he was he, bat, I, he was third or fourth mm-hmm. probably four okay. i guess yeah. yeah
0: i was gonna say it seemed like whatever day they did it they should have just some team should have led off with a dh just so that he could been the first one
3: you know i mean i remember it like um, it was third or fourth he was third or fourth it was against the red Sox, and it was against louis tion that's i mean why i remember that i have no idea one of the best i remember it like it was yesterday
1: one of the best wind up and deliveries in the history of the game right yeah completely back facing the the batter i
0: see Nick lelouch was was uh modeled after yeah
1: yeah unbelievable so that's cool yeah
0: so, so we talked about Bills team the Padres. We talked about Todd's team Rays briefly. Mal, your your Yankees are in need of
3: some a psychiatrist or a batting lesson, or I'm not sure what.
1: An epi- a season of Ted Lasso,
3: something. <laughs> something. They need something. We talked. I mean, I talked about it a little bit last week. I mean, I love the Yankees. I've been the Yankee fan my whole life. Uh, God rest my grandfather's soul. He'll uh, he'll be rolling in his grave. But they need help. They're easy to pitch around. They really are. They have a lot of guys who don't hustle, uh, they, they, just, they're, they're not, they're overpaid. They don't have a great lineup. I don't think they have, they have, they have huge holes in their offense and they, they don't play defense. Well, Glaber Torres is not, is not a, a great shortstop. Uh, Hicks in center field is weak. Uh, they're just they're just not a very good team at the moment. They don't have pitching. They have one guy who can pitch. Uh they're in a they're in a lot of trouble. And they they cannot they cannot manufacture runs like we were talking about with the way the Padres did last night. They just don't know. They just can't do it. It's so all that, easy to pitch around.
1: They're only four games out. If they just didn't play the rays, they'd probably be in first. Seriously. Yeah.
3: yeah that's <laughs> still there. still early
2: yet, right? It's yeah. still early
1: Really early. I mean, and, you yeah. know. For the for the Yankees not to be in the playoffs is that's just it's just wrong because they got so much money, which translates into so much talent. So just yeah. gotta put it all together. But it's
3: all individual talent, Bill. Yeah, it doesn't meld together, right? Baseball is still a team game.
1: Yep. No, it I, always I,
3: I, it's still a team game. You have to rely on the other players on the team as much as yourself, and yeah. they just don't. They're not melded together at the moment. but they're uh,
1: they've, The Yankees have put some teams together that have done that. So, you know, sure. there's talent in the front office to take care of it. But for whatever reason, you know, I, you just see Stanton, Judge, Glaber, Torres is three hitters coming up against. You're just like, oh, shit. Every, every two and a half to three innings, you're going to see those guys again and again
2: and again. It's death
3: row, yeah. Yeah, it's brutal. But, again, Stanton has not played a, a full season yeah. since he's been a Yankee. As much as I love uh, a judge, he hasn't played more than 100 games
1: those in r- his career. Those ripped in a baseball season players. So far. Yeah, those ripped baseball players struggle to get through a whole season. It's all yeah, mal- it's the ripped golfers. Look at, hey, hey look at hey. Terry Forster, the big tub of goo, according to Letterman, right? Pitch, <laughs> no, p- pitch my brother used to call him
2: Terry Fat Forster, right? <laughs> so
1: you do not have to be uh, svelte hey. and quick of feet to be a great baseball player.
2: Sean, I think it's I think it's time for one of your long overdue pump breaks. It's way early in the baseball yeah, season. Crowning champions, right? Come on. So come on. Come right? on. Come on.
0: Yeah. yeah, pump the break, boys. Pump the break. Let's talk about seven inning, no hitters,
2: Todd.
1: No such thing.
2: So yeah, uh, Braves had a double header yesterday against the Diamondbacks. Um, I think they lost the I think they lost both games 7 0, if I'm not mistaken. Um, around there. They just they had one hit in two games, right? Just one of those days. They uh they talked to Skip after the game, uh, you know, Snitker, and he just says, it's just hard to explain. Baseball, baseball, it's just one of those days, right? Couldn't, the the balls look like uh, aspirin tablets and not beach balls. Some days it looked like beach balls. Other days you're trying to hit, you know, Tylenol, right? So, um, but here's my question in the green room was um, Bungarder pitched a no hit, seven hitter, no hit. Um, Why does, why doesn't that count as a no hitter? And I guess my argument is, as you know, going in, double header, seven innings, right? And Bill, I'd love to hear your argument, and, and, and Bill and Anthony also. Um, so why isn't it an as asterisk, if that's even a word, no-hitter? And the question I would pose is, if he pitched six innings, the game got rained out, um, and they, you know, it's a complete game, would that go down as a no-hitter? Um, what's the difference in that in a, a seven-inning predetermined? No, no hitter. Right. No.
1: Yeah. They first, all, I don't think that's ever happened, but if it had happened, they'd have to make a decision on it. And I think they, they laid out that decision, you know, last night or the day before with that no hitter. Um, I'm, I'm just. No, actually it
3: has happened in 1991. They- Faith changed the rule Yeah, and 50 no hitters were wiped off the books.
1: Yep. Wow. I agree with that. And look, I'm looking at a, a website I just pulled up, right? 11 no hit bids. We're broken up with two outs in the bottom of the ninth. 11. Think about that. So those 11 guys, eight and two-thirds of no-hit baseball. But Bumgarner only had to go seven.
2: Not, and he not, had 97 I'm not, pitches. I'm not
1: saying it's an amazing accomplishment. It just doesn't count as a no-hitter.
2: Uh, I, I, again, I'll argue you just put an asterisk on there. Seven-inning no-hitter. That's We're It now, was pre- The last time. The seven-inning uh, games. Uh, right? An asterisk
1: it- ruined Roger Maris' life um, after Is- is After it a if, You don't if put someone you, has a
2: game winning RBI. I don't think they keep that stat. No, they don't
1: because it was a the stupidest stat yeah. of all time. You, you could hit a uh, leadoff I, home run in the first inning, and if the final score was 21 22 and your team won, you got the GW RBI. Yeah,
0: Bill, they but still was, talk about that in hockey. They talk about the is go ahead goal, yeah, you
2: know, but it was, but it's one of Chris Berman's best nicknames. He, he uh, was Jose game winning Uribe. So that was, <laughs> that was one of his best Uribe. nicknames for sure. I knew dude I get it I get it I'm just saying if the MLB says the game seven innings he went out pitched seven innings no hitter it's a seven inning no hitter I get it, uh, it, it
0: I oh, wonder I, I wonder if Baumgartner has it in his contract that he gets a bonus for any no hit games
2: but what's the that I, I guarantee I know what the Diamondbacks are staying today right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that ain't no no
1: hitter like here's But a deal, it's I a know. it's
3: a complete game
2: Yep. Right. Shut out. It was only seven uh, innings. It wasn't nine innings. Why
3: is it a complete right, game? So it goes in the books as a complete game. Why? And a shutout, a complete game shutout, but it's not a no hitter. I mean, don't it don't is make confusing. It was yeah. only seven innings. Don't Why?
1: make me bring up my nine inning perfect game I witnessed live. That didn't count. Nice. Didn't count.
2: Oh yeah. One, nothing, right?
1: Zero, zero. Yeah. Zero, zero. Going zero, to the zero. Yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, wow. it didn't count. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think anyway,
0: I was at, I was at a, a Yankee Stadium. The only time I've been at a Yankee Stadium, I saw a no-hitter pitched against the Yankees by seven pitchers on the Astros. Oh yeah. I remember that one, yeah, I remember yeah. That. yeah. That's cool. Roy Oswald yeah. started the game and injured his elbow like in the third inning. And then they just piecemealed the next six bat six pitchers yeah. to no hit the
1: never never seen a no-hitter live. Just just the perfect game that wasn't.
3: <laughs> mm.
1: Pedro Martinez. Yeah.
3: I've never seen one either. Yeah. Who is the major league leader in
1: no hitters. Nolan Ryan.
3: Didn't Nolan Ryan have a bunch?
1: Seven. He had seven. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah, wow. That is amazing. I mean, this is sick,
3: right? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I
1: one of my one of my greatest baseball memories is sitting. I've said it before, but behind home plate in the camera well with the you know they had the glass there. The cameraman could wheel the camera up and be in the wall behind home plate. So I was down below in the right. bowels when I worked for the Padres, watching Nolan Ryan pitch from down there. And just, it was unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> it was unbelievable. So back at the Astros, back in the... Uh,
3: What's your question like, about who's tied for second? <clears throat> there's there's only one, two, three, four, five guys who have more than one no-hitter. Wow. More than two no-hitters, excuse me. More than two. Wow. More than two.
1: Okay, is Randy David Johnson one of them? Randy Johnson?
3: Rand- Randy Johnson only has two. Hmm. David Cohen?
1: Only no, has one, nope. one or two one. Um, let's see. of them I've let's never start... even heard of. I'm okay, just going to yeah. say that to you. I've never heard. Yeah. So name heard name, of name who the, the one. Name the the name the uh, older guys from the dead ball era. Sandy
3: Koufax has four. Oh shit! Well, Shouldn't know that. Cy Young has three. Bob nope. Feller has three. Oh, I don't know. I've never heard of this guy. Larry Corcoran has three. Larry Corcoran. Yeah. I never heard of him, Bill. Reds in the area. one of the guys
2: that has two,
3: and Justin Verlander has three. Oh, Verlander!
0: Wow! Wow! didn't even get that one.
3: And I, know, it's very I know to one has wow. Johnny Vandermeer, two back to back. He has two. He's the only <laughs> to throw back to back no hitters. Yeah, correct. That's nice. insane. Yeah,
2: <laughs> nope. pretty baseball. ball. Baseball. Yeah, yeah, unreal.
1: Calls out the best, the best stats, the best history of any sport, bar none. So much cool stuff.
0: Yeah. And, and and really, it's, you know, Mal, when 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 you were, and Todd were talking on our text thread, I just kind of jumped in and I, I put on the Yankees-Braves game and I didn't touch the remote control, like, after the third inning. It was just a, you know, it was fun to watch. It was fun to listen to. And then to watch your frustration on the text thread, you know, when they yeah. hit into like a, you know, hit behind the runner and, you know, it was um, – or, or, or failed to hit behind the runner. It was, Yeah.
3: We, we were talking about the Yankees. Uh, John Paul, who we have to get on uh, on the, this, this show at some point in time, my nephew, he just tweeted six minutes ago, why are the Yankees so bad? And a minute ago, he tweeted, time to turn the game off again.
0: <laughs> again.
1: <laughs> Let's get the score. Let me give you an update on the Yankees game. Here we go. I'm finding it right now. Looks like the Yankees are trailing the oh the mighty Baltimore Orioles four to one in the bottom
3: of the seventh. Oh, my <laughs> wow. Um anything else on Major League Baseball boys. Yeah, there's you know, a little interesting thing happened in the ray in the Rays history today. Or yesterday. Mm. They have a pitcher who played who is younger than the team is old. Right.
1: That's pretty cool. Ah. He was born in '99, yeah. and the the race yeah. started in '97.
3: Yeah. Oh <laughs> so wow! First first yeah. time
1: that's happened. Yeah, that was a good yeah. one, Anthony. <laughs> pretty cool. Luis Pat- Peri- uh, Patino. Perino? I can't say his last they, name. They picked yeah. him up so. from the Padres. Oh, in trade, yeah. Blake Snell trade. So.
3: Yeah. He's, he's, he's a he's a, a pretty good follow on Instagram. He's got a lot yeah. of good stuff. Twenty one followers.
1: Why listen for him? He's going to be good. So.
2: Great. Freddie just went yard eight brace. Okay. Three three run jack
1: razor by the way since we're updating games the oakland athletics still hot lead the Rays two one top of the seventh
0: okay um nba nothing much to talk about there guys except a um, new leader in the east uh the brooklyn nets are now on top um mm-hmm. so a team you kind of expected to be there at the end with durant and Kyrie, uh and uh, harden they are now in
1: first place in the east i'd like to make a bold prediction Can i
3: just give a quick shout out to the knicks oh yeah yeah, fourth fourth spot the right now playing good they're playing great and they're when i right before i came uh came onto the show i was watching a little of them play against the uh, phoenix suns and they were up about 15 or 18 points in the first half mm. <laughs> they're 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 uh, they're 34 much, and 27, by, much, I believe.
1: By the way, by the way, uh late in the third, it's tied 83, 83. Ah, I jinxed. The suns, them. Are, the suns are good. You jinxed them. Yeah. The suns are a good I team. I did.
3: I jinxed them. I should have kept my but mouth. I shut. I just wanted
1: to I'm gonna throw this out there for <laughs> I all. I think the would have
3: been the same, by the way. If you didn't <laughs> the, <laughs> the Lakers,
1: <laughs> the Lakers will repeat. Bet the farm. Lakers are gonna repeat. They're just too wow. good. They're I mean their their fifth and sixth, seventh players would start on just about every other team. You know, Watch out for eat- Utah, though, right? AD, right no, it's not enough. No, in fact, I'll go this route. It will. There won't be a seven-game series for the Lakers. It's gonna oh. be easy, easy ride through the playoffs because everyone will be healthy. Wow, healthy, I like healthy. it. I like yeah. the
2: bold prediction. There you go.
1: And I don't like LA.
2: Right.
1: Just gotta be This is not a
2: heart pick. This is not leaving with your heart. Listen, oh. it's kind
0: of like the it's 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 like the Yankees in Major League Baseball. It's like the Cowboys and and yeah. And the NBA is better if the Knicks are better. If, yeah. if the Knicks. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I mean, think back to the Ewing, John Starks, Charles mm. Oakley, those series mm. against against Detroit, Detroit, and against yeah, but they never won.
1: The you got to go back farther to find a win. <laughs> Anthony, Anthony had a 70. full
2: head. Walter Reed, right? Walter <laughs> <73? laughs> Reed? Is it Walter Reed? 73, 78. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's yeah. funny is we're, we're talking basketball. I'll, I'll raise my hand. I'm such a boomer. Like to me, the best basketball was in the 80s, the Pistons. Oh, I got you. The Lakers. Um, Celtics. Celtics. Oh, well, yeah. Celtics Lakers. The, the, uh, Bulls, so much fun. Bulls, you know. Bulls Cavs with Dory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Craig, Elo, Craig Elo. Craig Elo missing the uh, yep. you know, I don't know.
3: Hakeem and Ralph. Yeah. Stockton yeah, Houston, remember, amazing. I can remember Camp. watching <laughs> the Knicks back in the 70s with. Walt uh excuse, Walt Frazier, Frazier Willis yeah. Reed. Willis I, Reed, that's who I was thinking Earl yeah. Monroe, Dave DeBuscher and Bill Bradley. Mm. Yeah, right. I, they were that was like such a great team to watch. Such a great team to watch. They were uh, Dick Barnett coming off the bench, doing that little thing where he did his jump shot and he he'd kick his uh his heels into his ass as he shot the ball. <laughs> they were they were great
0: um what's next, NHL Sean? boys football NHL uh, oh, you know Mal and I were watching the game kind of with each other from from 900 miles away um, and I commented to him I said you know the Blue Jackets for a shitty season they're one of those teams that plays good against the the good teams but not good enough and they just play like dog shit against the bad teams um, and they you know once again they had a lead three two Tampa Bay scores in the third and then Columbus just could not do anything to keep the puck out of their zone. And then 10 seconds into overtime, just leaves Hedman wide open alone at the top of the point. Just, and I don't even know if they didn't realize he was on the ice or what, but all of the defensemen were just going into the corner and they, you know, uh, Palat just picked it up and just said, oh my God, he's wide open. Like it was unbelievable. Right, Mel?
3: It was, it was, I mean, it happened so quickly. If you blink, you missed it and uh but Pilat is such a good passer uh a Braden point a i mean it's almost unfair having the two of them on the ice with with Hedman in a three-on-three matchup they win the they win the uh the face off to start the the overtime and before you knew it it was over now so columbus a,
0: has columbus has the dreaded lowercase e next to their name bill now oh, eliminated Ah, oh, yikes um central is a is a good race carolina florida tampa bay 68 67 66 points uh pittsburgh washington and new york islanders kind of in a nice little race uh toronto kind of distancing themselves in the north from winnipeg and edmonton and uh out west you got vegas colorado and minnesota have all clinched uh playoff spots um nobody in the east has clinched any spots yet um but those, those three out west are so far clear of the, of the bottom five. Um, they will be your west representatives in the 12-team Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, Vegas, Colorado, Minnesota. So um, NFL draft, boys. You want to talk a little bit about that? we got that coming up. I believe that's Thursday night? Thursday night. Sure. Thursday night. sure. Uh, here's, your, here's your first ten. <laughs> Jacksonville with – Urban Meyer leading the way. I think it's done deal. Going to take Trevor Lawrence uh, with their number one yeah, pick.
1: Yeah, right. No No, no doubt. Surprising.
0: And then it gets kind of interesting. New York Jets, San Francisco, Atlanta, uh, Cincinnati, Miami, Detroit, Carolina, Denver, and Dallas are your top 10. You know, gosh, going into the bowl season, guys, it was, well, it'll be Trevor Lawrence one and it'll be Justin Fields two. <laughs> Justin Fields now talking about maybe a 10th or 11th or 12th pick uh, in the draft.
1: The, quarterback the, the, the lovable, the lovable losers, the new <laughs> New York jets, right. Uh, Mac Jones, right. Going two? is that what I'm hearing?
0: That's what there's wow. a wow. lot of people saying that now in the, uh, in the mock drafts, a lot of people are saying Kyle Pitts is the second best player in the draft. Um, right. but don't see the, don't see the jets, Mac Jones. And then the, um, uh, the kid out of, uh,
2: North Carolina state
0: or no, they say he's the fourth, the guy out of, uh, Brigham Young. Um,
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Not Daniel. Yeah. Um, yep. Zach, Zach, someone, um, Zach, yeah. Zach, 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 Zach Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Wilson. yeah. Yeah. He's getting a lot of love for sure. Hey, speaking uh-huh. of quarterbacks out of college, give me,
1: uh, I, I saw an interesting, uh, you probably all saw it cause you probably have Google alerts set up for everything, Florida Gators. Um, but it's the, 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 in the, in the opinion of this author of this sports article, the best professional quarterback to come out of Florida. He ranked them all. And who was the best professional quarterback? So we, we all agree Tim Tebow is the best college quarterback Florida ever had, even better than Spurrier, probably.
2: But who? Was it Werfel? Not Werfel. No, it I'm wasn't Werfel. Uh, yeah. Rex so. Grossman?
1: That's it, Rex Grossman. Yeah, that, that's yeah, yeah. A, good yeah. call, Sean. Because he played, well done. he had quite a career at the Bears, and you know, played
2: played a long yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. He he yeah. he made a Super Bowl. Had, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was in the Super, Super Bowl. Super Bowl yeah. Yeah. Good call, Sean. That's yeah, that's very impressive.
0: good. Rex, Rex Grossman should have won the Heisman. That that you know, if they wouldn't have lost to Tennessee, uh, at the we end we affectionately of that. called him
2: Sexy Rexy. Ah, yes.
1: nice.
0: Was was Spurrier the second? second? Uh, yeah,
1: I think Spurrier was two. Tebow was four. Um, Orphal was not wasn't in the top 5 i don't think.
0: Yeah, well, he was a yeah. career backup.
2: He was a career backup, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. One stat i do love just as a Gator, Tennessee hater. Um Warful beat Manning 4 years in a row.
2: Right Manning never <laughs> That's a Manning
0: never beat the
2: Gators. I've never heard that stat from you, Sean. And
1: then and, and,
0: and then the two times that Warfel the two times that Warfel played Manning in the NFL, he beat him both times.
1: Wow. No. Wow. So he never lost to him in his career. Ever. Never
0: lost to Peyton Manning in his career. Yeah.
1: That's pretty um, cool.
0: i who the third would be.
3: Shane um, Matthews.
0: Shane Matthews. Shane Matthews, yeah. Shane Matthews.
3: yeah. yeah he's nice. serviceable, yeah. 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 He's a pretty decent pro for a while. Not great, but not terrible.
0: Yep.
2: Um,
0: so hey, we'll Sean, I'll
3: uh, – I'm, I'm sorry. sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I was just going to say we'll see what happens with the NFL. Um, guys, uh, only um, three teams have two picks in the first round. Hmm. Uh, the Dolphins. The Jets. I'm sorry, four teams. The Dolphins, the Jets, the Jaguars, and then Baltimore has picks um, at the very end. They have the 26th and the 29th.
1: Who has the last pick in the first round? I'm just curious. I
0: uh, believe that's Tampa Bay.
1: Oh, how come? Why are they have the last pick in the first mm, round?
0: Interesting. Just because curious. Kansas City doesn't have
1: a pick. Because Kansas City sucked on February fourth.
0: <laughs>
1: sorry. Super
0: Bowl champs. <laughs> Hope your dog is learning the pettiness of a, of his master.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna. Hey Sean, he, he will be decked uh, out in like uh he'll you know I'll, I'll make sure he gets a Mahomes jersey because Mahomes was a dog on February 4, 2022.
2: <laughs> hey Sean, I, I I'll get nostalgic, and I I tend to uh, do that more than even I like, but uh, I remember this NFL draft last year. What a what a breath of fresh air because uh, yeah. we were super high to COVID and and when you look back it was only you know what six weeks in but it seemed like six months at a time right we were not knowing what's going on I remember watching the NFL draft last year uh, as happy as I've ever been just to see the fake ones in the TVs right Uh, Goodell did a great job so I usually ignore the draft I'll just but I'll probably tune in this year just because last year it meant so like personally and I think I talked to a lot of people like, wow, I never thought I liked the draft so much. It's a glimmer and hint of sports uh, coming yeah. back. So, yeah. That's yeah, I'll cool. tune in Thursday for sure.
0: Yep. And then you, you'll you tune in and then about an hour in, you're like, all right, I'm going to flip around. I'll forget. you will forget. forget yeah. <laughs> to watch, to watch the scroll go by. Nostalgia just to see what
1: names goes out it
2: the window in. after an hour of that draft. And That's what these bad boys are on, for right? right here. You just kind of keep track <laughs> on your phone. <laughs> you yeah,
0: watch
1: exactly. something
2: else. The beauty um, of human nature, right? Yeah. Bill, do we have a,
0: a major coming up soon? The uh, French?
1: Yeah, what uh we one or two weeks away cuz they just played uh where's the other French? Where's that other Clay Court tournament they just finished?
3: I'm not going to remember. In uh, Barcelona.
1: Yeah, Barcelona. So so they're headed up to uh Roland Garros soon. Fans? A, fans a in a the Fortnite. stands? <clears throat> yeah, I think there's going to be fans in the stands but once again limited. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. That's all right.
3: So yep. Barcelona they had full they had full crowd.
1: Yeah, I don't know about France. Maybe, maybe not.
3: Australia, they did too. The Australian Open, they had full Well, they have,
1: zero, they have zero cases yeah. of COVID, COVID in Australia right now. They haven't had a case right? <laughs> in two and a half months. They haven't had a case. Australia's
2: like, what's this COVID everyone speaks of? Right? Yeah, and then they're
1: <laughs> bitching because they can't get the vaccine. Like, why do you need the vaccine? Nobody has it. <laughs> that's funny. So yeah, they're, uh, yeah, no, so that's coming up. And look, it's, it's just Rafa's playground. And on the women's side, you know, I think Serena's playing. I don't think she's hurt, but man, it's just, I just don't know. I just don't know if she's going to get that 24th to to tie, uh, Hmm. you know, O'Connor. So
0: if she doesn't, she goes down as one of the most overhyped players of all time.
1: Get out. Yeah, right. Get (laughs) out. She goes down as another goat. So I think, yeah.
0: Her and and Tiger both falling short. Lame. (laughs) Lame.
2: (laughs) Lame. No, anyway, she's gotta be the goat, right? She's yes, she's the, she's yes, the goat. Yes. I yeah, mean, Martina
1: 20. was amazing. Uh, Steffi Graf was unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, Chrissy. Everyone's back in her time. Whatever was amazing. Margaret Court. Yeah. Yeah, Margaret Court. Venus but, but, was
2: Venus was amazing yeah, for that short but, but, run, but, right? Yeah. You
1: know, if she can somehow pull out another one, you know, this would be uh, Jack Nicholas like to do it at thirty eight. Yeah. You know, it'd right? be kind of cool to see, but we'll see.
2: So yeah, yeah. I'm just saying she doesn't need it though. She doesn't need not it. Not any, be anything on the on
0: the EPL or the, the, um,
1: Sunderland, anything? Sunderland.
2: Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so we'll start Sunderland. It looks like they're headed towards the playoff, uh, uh, not automatic promotion. So that's the bad news. The good news is I'm pretty sure it'll be on ESPN plus all those games. So wow. we can, we can literally watch and we got to win
1: two games in the playoffs to make it to bit to advance.
2: Yeah. So, wow. uh, one and two uh, automatic promotion. Uh, three, four, five, and six. Three plays six. Four plays five. Wow. And in our team tournament. Uh, whoever winner winner gets promoted. So pretty cool, right? Um, EPL expands cities to run away with. It's now just the jostling for uh, European football. Super League is dead. <laughs>
1: we're, um, we were talking about that last week, and now it's done. Yeah, <laughs> so,
2: uh, everyone revolted. All the fans in England, especially, were just like. Dude, we've
1: had a league with no relegation. We can't have that.
2: It, it's 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 worse. It's generations of you know. Even though Millwall is not in the Premier League, we play them every year in the FA Cup. Or <clears throat> it's just 140 years of people yeah. not wanting to play Barcelona or Real Madrid every season as part of their new league. They don't mind in the Champions League coming up against them every two, three, four, five years. Uh, but the super league there was a r- revolt the fans are like and Screw you see this. the money
1: the money they were throwing around on that thing that it, it was going to far outperform I think three billion dollars a year is generated by the Champions League the super league would have yeah. generated over five billion dollars a year
2: so so here's the problem the the guys in the in the suits in the ivory towers the yeah. owners why they pushed through? super they were like oh my god but literally uh fans were not going to support it um so the in theory we're going to make five billion um eh, give it a year or two or it would have taken off but they they thought better of it um but yeah it's uh european football is being jockeyed uh for um and also the relegation i think sheffield united is relegated and it looks like west brom and um fulham will be relegated but again uh, they're still mathematically alive so oh i have I some news
1: oh i have some news from the Amer- the australian football league sean can we share that real quick yes please. yes so i had to get into a footy tipping uh league footy tipping you can look that up i'll tell you what it is it's a pool <laughs> it's just a picker it's a winner's pick winner's pool but in australia it's called footy tipping and I had to pick a favorite team. I, I, I knew nothing about anything over there. I did know that like Richmond is kind of the Yankees of the Aussie Football League. And so I wasn't gonna take uh, the winners. I wanted to take just like some team. So I said, I'll go with Melbourne. There was a Melbourne and a West Melbourne. I'll take the Melbourne Demons or the D's D-E-E-S as they're called. Um, immediately was roundly laughed at by everybody that works at Rate right My Agent in Australia because they've never, they, the last time they won a championship was 1960 something.
2: And, love it and they're always yeah, I mean, yeah
1: currently the melbourne demons six and oh in the okay AFL. So Bill,
0: i need you to send a just send a, a photo of some peanuts on the counter and okay. and, and just say how do you like D's these nuts D's D's nuts. Nuts. D's nuts. D- D- nuts d-e-s yeah. nuts how do you like how do you like these nuts <laughs>
1: n-u-t-z nuts that's perfect yes yeah. as, as soon as i the do D's that D's they're, gonna lose, they're, they're gonna lose like seven in a row after i do that but uh, so yeah. is this Australian
2: so, rules football, Bill, or is it uh, soccer?
1: No, it's Australian rules football. Yeah. Okay. It's the okay. two the guys in the white coats with throwing their hands.
2: Now, now let me ask you this, Bill, because you're invested. Is there a platform for you to subscribe? There and, is.
1: There is, and I haven't. You got to do it. <laughs> I know I do. You have to. How much is it? How much I is it, Bill? It's I don't know whatever 100 bucks. Like a TV season. It's thing not. Thing? It's not a lot of money. Bill,
2: it's a hundred bucks. It's your <laughs> livelihood you rate My agent. I'll show you if you don't. I mean, come on.
1: I am looking forward that's to seeing a cool. game live in the future. So that'll be a ton of better fun. better be Melbourne. Better be Melbourne. Oh, I, I want, want to go to see Melbourne. Melbourne. Yeah, absolutely. Not Crittenden. <laughs> Hell who wants to see Geelong. I mean, I want to see <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, Bill. That's awesome, Bill. That was fun.
2: Thank you.
1: And by the way, I'm, I'm in right. fourth place out of 18, 18 people in the pool. So yeah, <laughs> so much for what, what you have to know about AFL. <laughs> to, to be in a pool.
0: Let's go yeah. around the horn and find out what we got coming this week. Anthony, what is going on in the real estate
3: market down in Tampa? It's getting more and more sparse inventory wise. And uh, happily we have three new listings coming on uh, that we'll get ready over the next couple of weeks to bring to the market. Um, and uh, it's just, you know, it's a lot of hard work. Mm-hmm. Uh now we have, uh, we got three people under contract this week. Uh, I took, uh, Simone Barrett will never be listening to this podcast, but a big shout out to Simone cause she worked, uh, tirelessly for one of her buyers and was able to get them under contract. Um, after, and you know, from what I'm hearing, it's a nicer house than what uh, the first four or five they put offers in on, which, you know, if you believe that, uh, Things happen for a reason. Uh, this market is, uh, is driving that point home a little bit. Uh, mm. So, uh, uh, and then beyond that, I'm uh, going to try to spend as much time working from the home office as possible to uh, oversee what's going on with our kitchen renovation. Uh, and just uh, trying to get, we, have, we had two closings last week. We have uh, three more scheduled for this week, just trying to keep our deals together uh there's a, a little bit of an uproar we could talk about it offline but there's an uproar over appraisals in tampa at the moment there seems mm. to be a lot of people very upset with appraisers and uh i for one would not want to be an appraiser it is the single worst job in real estate yep. uh, they get scrutinized before during, during and, and after, after yeah. they do their yeah. job uh And actually i bring that up in most people when i talk to most people uh in a listing appointment um you know we the appraisal is obviously a pretty significant part of the closing process right if it doesn't appraise we have to like start having a conversation again and when i make the comment that i just made that the poor guy or poor gal um we're scrutinizing the poor person we don't know if you're going to list it with us or somebody else the sign isn't up we don't know who the buyer is we don't know how much the price is going to be we don't know if it's going to pass inspection but we're already scrutinizing the person who's going to be doing the appraisal. Uh, <laughs> it's, it really is. It's a really, really hard job. And uh, um, uh, I'm seeing things on some social media threads that are kind of calling them out by name and such. And it's just it's not
1: Anthony, isn't this um, standard fare for every time there's a run-up in prices like this, it happened in five and six the appraisers couldn't keep up. It was always considered an issue, right? When, when the market's just changing so quick.
3: Yeah, there's no question about it, Bill. Yeah, I mean, it, the market has outpaced the the appraisal process that was put together, put in place by Dodd Frank, right? right? Right. Appraisers have a, they have a a format they have they have to do it a certain way, yeah. and they can't go against that because their work is being scrutinized by somebody who's never been in Tampa.
1: Yeah, and think right. think about this from a lender's point of view. The last thing you want are crazy high appraisals, because if the market does correct or does have some kind of an issue, all of, you got a you got a, you got a big problem coming again, like we had before. It's better for those appraisals to be—I don't, I don't want to say conservative, but they got, there's got to be some lag. You can't just like you know, hey, every single property's gone for 30k over in this neighborhood. You got to go 30k over in the appraisal. No, you don't. No,
3: again, do you? this is a conversation probably not for a sports, con, a, oh, yeah. a sports. no, this is the process. real estate we portion. Throw, we do throw a little real <laughs> estate in it's, there. It's, <clears throat> I did I did some data this week for one of the listings that we got on Harbor Island. And it's a beautiful three-story townhome, like downtown Tampa. It's gorgeous. And the gentleman, he handed me a li- he sent me a list of 15 questions. 15, 18, 27 questions right here. Okay. <laughs> 15, and, 27. I, I mean, I, there was a lot <laughs> of them. <I> <laughs> now. It's 27. Okay. And one of his questions was uh, what do you feel about um the number of homes that are going, that are selling for over asking. So I did a little, again, I dug in a little bit into the multiple listing service, which is our best tool. And if there's any realtor out there listening, dig into your multiple listing service, because it will tell you everything you need to know about what's going on in the market. If you just, and by the, way, the right way, you
1: have the best multiple listing service in the country It's stellar. i just going to point that out.
3: Uh, well, it's, it certainly has a lot of information in it and it's run pretty well. So I can't disagree with you, but the fact of the matter is since, The beginning of April, when all this hubbub has kind of started, in Tampa Bay, more homes have sold to date this year, April 1 to April 26, than last year, and there are significantly more homes that have not sold for over-asking than have sold at over-asking at a pretty sizable number. Um, It's about seven to, to two. That sounds oh. like a, that sounds like a horse race. Interesting. <laughs> <Seven to two. laughs> yeah. Bill, you know what that's I'm nice. looking for when I go, when I go running. Looking into for the moment, right numbers, you know, looking for the right price. <laughs> the odds that your home is going to sell for over asking is, you know, third choice in the Kentucky Derby. So that's, I think, um,
1: see, once again, so that, that, that defends the appraisers. It defends them.
3: There's no question. Yeah. There's no yeah. question. Um, you know. Yeah.
1: I think, I think, you know, here's the deal way too many cash buyers out there, way too many cash buyers that don't really give a shit about the appraisal that that's what hurts, you know, your clients who are, you know, got scraped together that three and a half percent. If it's FHA or they're
0: most most cash buyers aren't doing appraisals because it doesn't matter.
1: That's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. They don't care about appraisals. Right. So once you've got, you throw a bunch of cash buyers in there and no one gives a shit about the appraisals. So I think, um, you know, it's, it's but but if I'm a
0: cash buyer and I buy Todd's house for X, that does show a arm's length transaction. Um, and it does show now the value of that house at 400, 500, 800,000. Sure. And it was a true arm's length transaction. So it's got to be counted in as a, as a fair
1: and it'll As it'll roll in, it'll roll in and make a difference a month or two or three or four down the road not not immediately right and You're that's where big, the lag is that's Bill. that's the problem cuz that's one deal and then you got these other deals back here 2 weeks right. ago 4 weeks ago sure, 3 months sure. ago Sure, no, i i get it it all averages out you know, and i think there's this there's this you can't look at the highest best price in the neighborhood and go okay that's what it's worth it,
0: oh yeah it's like that anybody like could be an appraiser and the, that's
1: all you do. High,
3: throughout the high throughout the low and yeah. factor in them. well again averages are not leading indicators.
1: Yes, right? no, they're lagging indicators.
3: Median, the median is the leading indicator yeah. and we've been tracking in in our area since 2002 average list price, average sold price, median list price and median sold price in about 15 different zip codes and the difference between the average List price and sold price, and the median list price and sold price is pretty significant. Yeah, and is uh, so just, just to clarify, spread. median's
2: middle, right? Median's middle, yeah, the one it's in it's the middle, half yeah. half
3: above, half below. Right, right. right. Is it.
1: this good old Doug Lloyd working his magic with the numbers, Anthony?
3: Well, some of this stuff, uh, the good old my Tampa agent's been doing it for a pretty oh. long time. All like, right, good. I... take Doug does <laughs> take these numbers to a, a greater level, which is why I'm, I'm very fortunate to work where I work. Right, um, you know. Grandpa Mal told me a long time ago there's four things you never argue with, boys. Math, the Bible, an idiot, and your grandmother. You don't argue with math because two plus two is always four. You never argue with the Bible. Argue with the Bible because you go to hell. You argue with an idiot, you are one. And if you argue with your grandmother, even if you're right, you're gonna be wrong. So why start?
1: Guess what? You're all
3: idiots. Because <laughs> you've all argued with me. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill, we just let you pontificate. <laughs> good, good week ahead, Mal. Todd, how about you, bud?
1: By the way, that's a record wow. for the longest week ahead. I said
3: that was cool. Yeah, I'm sorry I got off on a no, tangent, it but it's, no, it's, all got, it's all good. I got three or four appraisals I got to deal with this week, and I all just got good. to keep my fingers and do my job. Yeah, my, my mind's blown, Sean. Do
2: I remember correctly? Mode is the most frequently number? Mean, mm. medium. Pulling uh, out steak? stats
1: 101. Damn it
2: god and I'm, I'm a dim bulb too uh please fact check me on that i I'm think looking. mode is i'm looking number uh medians middle wow um i, I mowed it.
0: my lawn twice yesterday
2: oh stop there it's it not. is <laughs> hey sean um so uh i'll try to be brief um uh, mel took up all time for everyone. thanks mel just kidding um no you're not super soon su- no i am i super excited i got my second vaccine today and it's I was not scared before, but it's just a super relief, right? And uh, gonna be careful moving forward for the greater good. But just uh, feels like a weight a little off the shoulder. And I will just help me be careful, boys. But um, in Georgia, there is some vaccine resistance, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. And so, what I would advise anyone, and again, you can choose to get the vaccine or not. That's fine. Um, it's it's your it's your it's your right. No one's going to, I'm not going to be mad at you, but instead of reading certain websites, go talk to your doctor and find out what's really going on. And hopefully he can make you feel good enough to get it. If not, again, I'm not going to be mad at you, but I'm hoping as many people get, uh, inoculated as possible. Um, I think in the right direction. Um, super excited to uh, go to an outdoor concert and uh, go to a baseball game and and, uh, and hug friends and family without having that little worry on your shoulder. So um, yeah, talk to your doctor and hopefully uh, we can all get it. And uh, I think all four of us are all doubly uh, vaccinated now.
1: Get inoculated so you can get inebriated with all your buddies. Boom, there you go.
2: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's, That's right. I think that's a. I think that's a lost lyrics coming out. inoculated and inebriated. Yeah, and you can you do know, that. That <laughs> exactly. I know
1: Sean can come up with something for that. Um, yeah, that's, that's, a, awesome. that's awesome. Oh, awesome. So, so that's anyway, look, great. super excited. The super mode excited. is the value that appears most often in a set of data values. Look at Todd. So May. I was right on, right? Most frequently. You know what? We yeah. should talk. Give me the phone number for your boss. at asked the boy, I got to tell him how smart you
0: are.
2: You know, you know that I come that, across as a dim bulb, but I'm brilliant. That that brilliant that, that
0: proves that Todd is in
2: beast mode
0: right now beast mode, <laughs> <laughs> beast mode. He's, the, he's the beast more often than any of us so he's in beast
2: mode yes yeah you're I'll and, take and it because run. i'm kind of
1: i'm just average i'm beast mean so
2: beast mean that's right hey once in a row is all i like to say I, I, I was good once in a row so um Bill, so tell us about
1: the, the, yes yeah real estate sessions uh, publishing tuesday august 27th it is 92? michael j mayer the nice. author of seven levels of communication
0: episode 292 I believe right coming up on 300
1: uh, it's number yeah it's the date uh, it's 281 yeah two eighty 281. Okay. 281 282 it will be uh, the following week and that's gonna be um, oh I think you know you might know Inez hegedus Garcia she's a blogger she's out awesome. of Miami miamiism.com what an amazing blog just she's, she's amazing
0: her her Instagram is is truly oh. really one of the best I mean it looks yeah. like Miami Vice and pictures yeah
1: yeah, she's, she's cool. So, uh, but, but tomorrow it's Michael Mayer and he, it's really a fun conversation. He um, you know, I tried to, I heard, I listened to a couple other interviews he did and I didn't want to repeat them. And I uh, think, and I think I surprised him a couple of times. He was, he has a couple of comments where it's like, yeah, I've never really, uh, you know, it's, that's going a different way. And so I, I always love that. Right. When we can Good. pull something else out of a guest. So that was, that was fun. Um, Other than that, look, it's, I'll be working from home for the rest of my life. I know Anthony said he's working from home this week. I'll be working from home the rest of my life. It looks like, uh, which is cool. And, uh, and I just just want to trying, take walks with. Them. And just try yeah just trying to keep Ted in line and keep him um, keep him from soiling on the floor out there and making it onto the pad or the box where we're we're playing with a couple of different options and seeing how we're doing. And yeah, it's gonna be fun. So that's the deal.
0: Good, good. Uh, boys, I got two uh, webinars tomorrow. Uh, Coal Banker Weir Manual, my team, our Coal Banker team in Detroit area, um, and then Coal Banker Colorado mm. for their event, doing the 21 Ideas for a Great 21 for both of those companies. Um, shoot a little video with with my manager for a Rising Star event we're doing later this year. I was Rising Star for the company in 1999. There's my award, still the wow. one of the only awards I still keep. Um, Tracy was rising star in 2002, uh, and we're we're bringing back some of the last three years rising stars and talk to them about what they need to do to stay in this business. Um, that'd be fun. Um, off to Cincinnati for a quick uh, visit with some top agents um, on Wednesday, and then guess what? Friday morning, taking a little golf lesson, boys, trying to sharpen the old short game. Uh, then get on the big course. Scarlet opened up tomorrow. Opens tomorrow. Our first play on it is Friday. So I don't mind shooting in the, in the nineties on Scarlet. I just don't like shooting in the nineties on gray. So, um, I
1: get it. I but, get it.
0: but it's one of those, it's one of those courses that if you can somehow get in the mid eighties on Scarlet, you're like, man, I played, played, played my game today. Cause it's a uh, it's long, it's tough. We were, they had a, they had a, a men's tournament uh, this weekend. So we had pretty much all the big 10 teams. Dayton was there. Um, what are their smaller schools? Xavier might've been there. And, um, they let they let us play on gray so the course is kind of intertwined and we asked some of the kids we said how you like our course and they're like oh it's great course great course and my brother said to the kid how are the greens he goes they're too fast (laughs) he goes too fast and he goes yeah they're too fast um because they double rolled them uh you know and they're you know brand new then so they're smooth as can be so um rolling fine but Always fun. So I'll let you know how it goes, and then we have our MGA Men's Golf Association Scramble on Saturday. Oh, and by the way, guys, uh, both kids are home for a week. Uh, Riley and Riley and Rhonda got back about an hour ago with the boy from Mississippi State. He's in town until next Sunday when we head west to Oklahoma City. So we'll need to talk about maybe uh, doing a three ball next week. I, I might be out because of travel, but um, or from the hotel on Monday. We'll see. Um, but yeah, so. Um, Good week ahead with the kids home, and, and uh, we'll we'll watch the fridge fill fill up, and the and the recycle bin fill up as well. So <laughs> nice. Hey, on behalf of Anthony and Todd and Ted's dad, Bill, I'm Sean Carpenter. Thanks for listening to the Stare Down.